0: Now, what I suggest you do is this. Hello, everyone. This is Super Dharma Bro Kevin going solo, and we are talking about the importance of reflection, not only in a Buddhist practice, but also in our everyday lives. So let's hop right into it. So you have probably heard the term reflection probably at least a hundred times, if not probably closer to a thousand times. But have you ever taking a little bit of time to consider what that sort of means. And the viewpoint I'm taking here is just one viewpoint of many. Uh, So it's sort of a topic that requires a little bit of exploration. Uh, So let's take a look at what it is not from the perspective that I'm taking. Reflection is not looking at something that has happened and then making ourselves feel awful about it, hopeless, lost, depressed or all of those things sort of at once, uh, reflection is about looking back and examining sort of some of the following things. What went well? How did I feel when this event happened? What did not go well? How did I feel when it did not go well? How can I improve the next time this happens? How can I keep doing what is working well? Even if, even if things went well, is there anything I could do better? So that's a very important sort of like set of questions to sort of go through. And it's all it can also be uh, circumstances specific. Um, so you sort of can just tweak those questions a little bit. Now, pretty much anyone who can remember what happened can do this. Um, if you don't remember what happened, it's not really worth looking back. Um, you could try hypnosis and stuff like that, but um, it probably still won't work. Um, it, you have to have a pretty clear vision of what happened. Now, that being said, it takes a lot of courage to do this when the event is a traumatic one. And I would definitely recommend, that if that's the situation, not going it alone. Uh, you can seek uh, professional help if the trauma is making your life Uh, let's say less uh, pleasant and a little extra sort and expertise can go a long way into that reflection and being able to move forward from that. And this includes the gentlemen, gentlemen, don't be a, I know it's like macho to try and figure these things out on our own, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta get that extra uh, support. Um, to to keep going and move forward. So please do that. Um, It also takes a lot of courage to reflect on our own faults. It is often easier to blame outside forces or other people than it is to take a close look uh, to ourselves. Uh, This leads me to the importance of reflection in a Buddhist practice. But many of these ideas can be implemented in our everyday lives as well. And I take a little passage from the Buddha and his disciples. And uh, the Buddha is talking to his son, who is now a monk, uh, because that was his inheritance, apparently. And he asks, what do you think about this, Rahula? What is the purpose of a mirror? And Rahula replies, the purpose of a mirror is to look at yourself or look at your reflection. Even so, Rahula, one should act with body, speech, or mind only after first looking at oneself. Before acting with body, speech, or mind, one should think, What I am about to do, will it harm me or others? If you can answer, Yes, it will, then you should not act. But if you can answer, No, it will not, then you should act. You should reflect in the same way while acting and after having acted. Therefore, Rahul, you should train yourself thinking we will act only after repeatedly looking at ourselves, only after reflecting on ourselves. Granted, sometimes we have to think on our feet and take action right away. That does not mean, however, that we cannot take some time after the fact to examine if what we said, did, or thought was beneficial to ourselves and others. After all, how can one improve oneself if we are not willing to take a look back and attempt to resolve any issues that may have occurred? Self-improvement is rarely spontaneous. Instead, it's intentional. But instead, it's also a collection of effort working toward the goal of improvement. So it's... It's a habit, I guess Aristotle would say. It's sort of a habit. Self-improvement is a, is a habit, uh, just like virtue is. As mentioned earlier, it can be difficult to look back and see what faults we may have. That is why I sort of propose uh, this is important, um, looking at events as if we were having an out-of-body experience to try and be more objective Um, Because it's easy to say, wow, you're such an idiot. Um, You shouldn't have done that. Instead, looking at it from a different perspective, an outside perspective, where what actually happens. And then, you know, you're sort of like that narrator that knows everything in literature, but you know the feelings that you also experienced during that uh, situation. And I figure, you know, this is the most objective method I've been able to sort of think of um but uh once again this is something that's very personal uh so if it's not working for you you can find different ways to go about this maybe you're one of those people that does need to say wow what a moron and sometimes i do say that to myself when i reflect but boy that was a dickish move uh so um very personalized though so um try different things if you know something doesn't work out the way you would hope So next, I'm going to describe the process of reflection. For it can be everyday life or a Buddhist practice. Both, I don't. um, However, this may be beneficial. So, how can one go about this process? So, this is, like I said, this is just sort of one, one thought on it. It's not, it's not like 100% accepted by anyone. Um, Just sort of based on my training as an Americorps member and what I use uh, for my everyday life and Buddhist practice. So ideally, you would have time set aside to reflect on the happenings of the day. It could be one specific event or it could be the whole day. Uh, In addition, it would be nice if you had a quiet place for this reflection. It's very difficult to reflect if, uh, say, you have children and they're running around being rambunctious. Uh, That's very distracting. So ideally, a quiet place so that we can focus. Now, this is a time to look back and examine any feelings or events that have occurred throughout the day. Uh, Was there anything that bothered you, seemed out of the ordinary? This is a time to look back at that. For example, as I was composing these notes, I was reflecting on an activity I completed today, which means I wasn't 100% focused. I finished it, but that activity caused me a lot of frustration. Now when I look back on it, I think, what happened? How did I feel? What caused me to feel that way? How can I improve so that those things do not arise again, or at least are not as severe? For anyone who knows me, this is when I played <laughs> this is when I played a game today and got sarcastic with the game. Now I can choose to be mindful of what happened and let it be, or I can make a conscious choice to work things out so I do not do that again. Maybe by saying to myself, the game does not know that you have feelings and is an object without any consciousness. So what were you really angry about? What made you start talking sarcastically to the game? Then I would work through it. I could not make a putt, and when I hit a good shot, I was 30 feet or more away from the hole, and I got frustrated and angry. As a result, I became very sarcastic. And then I'll make sort of like a resolution. I will try better next time to practice patience and take breaths when I start feeling frustrated. However, as usual, I give great advice, and then I don't take my own advice. Um, Anyway, uh, but another great way to reflect is by journaling. It is recommended that someone writes two times a day, especially if something is bothering a person early in the day how you feel about something in the morning is going to be a lot different than how you experience it later in the day um in the let's say you do morning evening in the evening it may not be as big a deal as in the morning or it may be but that's something like that's something to reflect upon so then later in the day you would a person would read about that and then reflect on it Uh, Journaling can also be used to reflect on a whole day as opposed to a specific event. So it's sort of like a tool to to go through this process, except in writing, which can be very helpful for some people. And as it relates to a Buddhist practice, we, we can reflect on many of the teachings. So we might be bothered by someone yelling downstairs, for example. But then one might reflect on impermanence and say, well, they will eventually stop yelling. It's an an impermanent situation. Or reflect on our own feelings. Why is that yelling bothering me? Or perhaps reflecting on dukkha, suffering unsatisfactoriness, and how we experience it along with that person downstairs. That's sort of like a compassion, empathy type thing. The goal of reflection is to examine phenomena and how the teaching can be applied to our lives. Sometimes I think about my father who passed away this year, and I reflect, what made me think of him? In other words, what was the origin? How did I feel? Then I ask, is that benefited me or not? And I might even say, well, that was a thought, and thoughts are transitory, and if I let go, air quotes, of that thought, then its effects will dissipate as well. That is assuming it brings unpleasant results if the thought brings me joy i still might reflect on why that made me feel that way and acknowledge its impermanence in other words sometimes i stop the party before it gets too wild by reflecting on how it all started so that brings us to the so what question and i asked chris my co-host about you know how he would answer this question when he was he was looking through the notes because I, I take his input very seriously. Uh, so And he made this very valid point um, that rather than actually a thought-out, aware activity, we usually are on autopilot. And so for him and his uh, Buddhist journey he's looking at those habits and reflecting on them, those automatic things. So, and he says this reflection helps him when he feels like he's done something a million times over and over and then starts to realize, wait, I'm in a samsaric cycle on this. Uh, So, you know, you're doing things over and over. Um, It's sort of like that um, phrase, you know, of how foolish it is. To do the same thing over and over and expect different results, um, but in this case, reflecting on those things that he does out of habit, and in the psychology term for that is we use the low road of uh, processing, which is automatic processing, and that's to save our mental resources for other things. As for my answer to the so what question, using reflective practices assist us in seeing things in a clearer way. Reflection gives us a chance to examine our feelings, strong emotions, our actions, and our thoughts. In other words, we can use reflection for self-improvement in our everyday lives. For Buddhist practitioners, reflection can be used not only for our feelings, emotions, and so on, but also to reflect on the teachings and how they are applicable. We can also examine the times when we might have been better off using the teachings in a certain situation instead of what actually happens. Should I really be sarcastic toward a video game? Probably not the wisest choice. And this is a great lead into our next topic of the three marks of impermanence, dukkha, and not-self. We can use them as reflection tools for just about anything, as all created objects in life have these three marks. When we feel possessive, we can reflect on that feeling and reflect on the three marks. And then, hopefully, we can say, well... It would be wiser not to be so possessive as this object does not bring lasting happiness, but dukkha instead. But we're going to leave that part of the discussion for the episode coming up and the episode after that where we focus exclusively on not-self and emptiness. So, the next episode with Chris and I will be on the now, three marks. Until then, everyone, take care of you yourselves. And talk to you, me you soon. Possible, but not so bye for now. Don't put words on but you can't help words running in your head. Don't think it's good.